Anyway, I wore a crash hat and uh, I drove. And the following year, uh, which was when I was 18, I was on the way back from one of these events and I came past the Cooper Car Company and said to my father, gosh, look at that lovely car. And he stopped and we went in there. And then Cooper, this was a Cooper 500, yeah. Formula 3 car of the time. And anyway, after a little bit of persuasion, uh, he, he let me buy it. And that's how it all started. Yeah. I can remember the first tryout we took it to, a, there was a housing estate just starting outside Slough somewhere. And we went there because it was private land, I suppose, and, and I drove this car around there. I can remember that more vividly, actually, than my first event, because I think that was such a, a, a landmarker. I'd never been in anything like this. And I got in the car, it vibrated like hell because it was single cylinder. And I remember that quite well. And it was amazing the way it held the road compared with what I'd driven, like an Austin 7 or even yeah. a BMW. And it was a very small car, fast, and it was really impressive to me. And I was then sort of 17, actually, when I got there. I suppose I was about nearly 18. And uh, it made quite an impression on me. Well, what was the best car you ever drew? What was the most thrilling thing for you? Well, it's, it's always difficult in hindsight. I mean, I did 500, over 500 races, and I drove 84 different types of racing car. Yes. Uh, so it's difficult to single one out, but I suppose it depends if you're talking fun or, or the best. I mean, the yeah. best because of it, the way, the, the reliability in the events I did was the, was the Mercedes yeah. 300 SLR. Uh, that was a car that do about 177, 178 miles an hour. And uh, it was, you know, very quick and very, very reliable, very strong. But it wasn't the fun uh, of throwing around other cars, rather like Maserati sports cars or Aston Martins. They were probably more fun. But then there's no, there's no better fun than winning. And uh, the Mercedes was a winning car, so that favours one that way. Why did you never drive a Ferrari, for instance? I never drove Ferrari because I did my very best to drive British cars, well, there were British cars, and during that period, um, I had a call from Ferrari when I was 21 years old, and when Ferrari calls you at 21, you cross yourself and face Modena, you know. And so we dashed off down, because he offered me a drive in, in a place called Bari in southern Italy, in a brand new Ferrari, a new four-cylinder, and I went down there with my father, arrived there, I went, found the garage where Ferrari were and, got, and saw the car. And I got in just to sort of feel what it was like. And the mechanic came up and said, you know, what are you doing? I said, well, I explained who I was and that I'd been asked to drive this. And he said, I'm sorry, the car's been given to Mr. Taruffi. Now, uh, Taruffi was a, a great guy and a, and a very good driver. Yeah. That, that didn't concern me. What did concern me is he hadn't had the courtesy to let me know. So I vowed I would never race for Ferrari. So I, didn't, I mean, I drove Ferraris, but I never raced for Enzo, although I yeah. do have a great respect for the man. Yeah. What about the World Championship then? Would you have won the World Championship? I, I, I wonder, would you oh. have won, won everything if you'd driven Ferrari? Or? Oh, I, th I, think I, I think I probably would. I was very upset when I lost the World Championship the first time. I was runner-up, I think I was runner-up. I was runner-up or third for six or seven years, I yeah. know. But uh, I was very upset the first time. The second time, I wasn't particularly keen. Uh, pleased about it because I felt that I could beat the man who won it yeah. and then after that I got used to it and then I suddenly thought well there's an exclusivity in seeing somebody who hasn't won this thing you see <laughs> and got away with that but um, no I, I think it's fair to say that if I had driven for Ferrari at that time I would I would have possibly achieved the world championship but yeah. that you see to me yeah. the most important race that I ever did was the race I do today
not next week or last week because I don't care whether the next week's the European Grand Prix and today's only the you know whatever uh, the point is today you can get hurt today you can lose you can you know something can happen you could get killed so today matters and I think the problem with world championships which are essential is that they are inclined to ruin uh, the idea of racing for instance let me explain I have seen a guy who finished up as world champion go into the last race of the year which was uh, in that time was actually the American Grand Prix. He didn't try to win, he tried to be fourth because that gave him the title. Now to me, I'm a racer. If I go in a race, I want to win it. And, and I, I couldn't think of going into a race and you saying to me, only try and be fourth because we want the title. But then <laughs> motor racing is no longer a sport. Yeah. It's, a, it's a fantastic business, it's interesting. And uh, what they've achieved, I think is, is wonderful. They've made the cars much safer, which is, is good in some ways, but in other ways I don't think it is because safety, safety brings in a, a sort of contempt of danger. And if you